Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, head of fixed income strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, it's certainly been an interesting start to the new year as we put the month of January behind us and turn the calendar to February. You know, typically what you'd be looking at in the fixed income markets would be, you know, the outlook for Fed policy. How's the economy doing? Uh, Are we getting any kind of movement or uncertainty from trade or global growth? But unfortunately, all the news really has centered around the coronavirus, and it certainly is playing uh, a visible impact in the fixed income markets, more on the rate side. And that's what we wanted to touch on. To kind of give you a little bit of sense, let's put things in perspective. Uh, A lot of analysts, and myself included, are are looking at the 2002-2003 experience. It was really from about November, December of 2002 to July of 2003, the last time we had a, a sort of, you know, if you want to call it a pandemic, a flu, something like that, that had a global reach. And that was the SARS episode. And what I wanted to do is, is look at some comparisons between the two. But the more I delved into the SARS outbreak, uh, some, you know, if you go back in time now, we're really talking about something that occurred 17, 18 years ago. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. So when you were seeing movements in the Treasury market or the yield curve or corporate spreads, there was a lot more going on at the time. Remember, we were just coming out of the 9-11 episode. Following that, we had the anthrax scares here in the U.S. Then we had corporate governance scandals as well uh, moving into the O2 period. If you guys may remember or you want to check the history books, if you remember the names such as Enron and WorldCom, they were playing a big role. The economy was coming out of a recession at the time, but what we were also seeing was a very heavy hand by the Fed lowering interest rates. Actually, they began cutting rates taking us down from 6.5% to finally finishing down at 1%. And the 0203 period was right when we were in the middle of the Fed rate cuts. Now, you did see, when I looked at GDP numbers, you did see GDP trail off in the U.S. during the second half of 02, but a big rebound in 03. So I got to thinking, you know, okay, what is happening here in the U.S.? So let me just give you some real quick facts. So far, since the news started breaking, Right. Remember, it's only a couple of weeks old. What we've seen is a decline of about, say, 30 basis points in the 10-year Treasury yield. Uh, You've seen the two-year, 10-year curve flattened by about 10 basis points. But the three-month 10-year curve, that's the one everyone loves to get excited about, has slightly inverted. So it's now about negative two basis points or so. And so that's been a flattening of about 30 basis points. And all that is, is a reflection of this flight to quality, safe haven buying that has pushed the 10-year Treasury yield down while the three-month T-bill yield has essentially remained unchanged. Remember, that's going to be locked in to the Fed funds rate. And we heard from the Fed, the Fed's not going to be in any rush to lower rates in this kind of an environment. They just gave you three rate cuts towards the end of last year. They're going to wait and see what kind of impact it has. And, you know, most I think forecasts or economists that are out there are looking at a global impact, a China impact, say, over the first, maybe second quarter, but let's call it first quarter, taking away, let's say, on average. You know, these are rough estimates out there, about 0.5%. And remember, U.S. trade with China as a percent of GDP is quite low. 
That doesn't mean you can't see some ripple effects here, but perhaps it won't be to that same degree. Maybe just a couple percentage points or two. And what typically happens, just like when you have a natural disaster, any kind of slowing in growth or negative impact tends to get reversed when you do get some resolution. And that's how I wanted to end it because it really seems. In contrast to the SARS outbreak, what you're seeing here with the coronavirus are things are moving quicker. So hopefully, right, fingers crossed, we get to a resolution, we get to a peak level of activity sooner than what what you saw in the SARS episode, and then we can move the calendar ahead and we look at some changes in the markets. The bottom line message. As in the SARS case, and I think this will hold true here, is that Treasury yields, the ten-year, actually ended higher. By about let's call it 30 basis points or so in the SARS episode from beginning to end, and the curves actually steepened in that environment. So that's why I would expect here the 10-year Treasury yield will move back up and could actually finish higher from where it was at the starting point, and you could easily see that three-month 10-year Treasury yield curve moving back up into positive territory again. And if history is any guide, it would actually be a wider range than when we saw. From the starting point, so a lot going on. We're still dealing with you know the headlines that come about from this. So you know, be flexible. You know that's why we like the barbell approach and this kind of strategy for fixed income. It provides some of that flexibility for your core fixed income. So I'm going to sign off there. You know, check it out. I write about it. Check out my blog at www.wisdomtree.com. Have a great rest of the week, everybody. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives. Risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at WisdomTree.com. Read it carefully.